guys. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to Yes Ma'am Podcast. A podcast where we come up with everything well in advance <laughs> and make planned podcasts. Absolutely. There is zero yeah. improv in this show. Um, Just kidding. Tricked you, though. Improv once again. <laughs> Nailed it. You should have known. <laughs> I should have seen it coming. But you didn't. You should have fucking known. <laughs> Great song by Robin, by the wow, way. Wow, I was going to say I was getting Robin energy. Mm-hmm. It's like 1990s Robin. Wow. So I don't her know her. Back. Listen to not. that new stuff, too, though. She's been gold <laughs> the whole way through. Robin, if you're listening, big fans. Super big fan. <laughs> Very upset I missed you in New York that one time when I was in Winnipeg. <laughs> Aw, travel. Hashtag catch feelings, not flights. You know, that is the 2020 vibe. It is, because you can't catch flights. Unless you're going, like, across Canada. Yeah, that's true. But not to Ontario I'm or to get on, I'm scared to get on a plane, though. I'm also afraid to get right? on a plane. And it's like, do I want to drive 20 hours in either direction? No, we don't. No, not unless I'm in like a, a limo or like a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Very different. But that's how <laughs> I feel. Like one of the, If you were what? driving across country in a limo, I feel like that just well. screams like luxury, bougie. It probably only has like one bottled water and like a handful of free Skittles, but... <laughs> I feel like you could put your own snacks in there and still have a good time. It's too dark in there. I would oh. be sleeping the whole time. It'd be very like nocturnal I've bad. Never been... <laughs> I'm like, I want to see the I've outside. Never been more rested. Rested? No, I've never been more rested. Oh, rested. <laughs> that beauty sleep is coming through. That is fair. You come it's out like... looking like you're five years old. <laughs> you come out, you're just like a swamp creature. I've been <laughs> the light. Anyway, what are we talking about? How? How are you? How are things? What's new? What's new? How are things? Such loaded questions. I know. Um, things are um, objects, and <laughs> uh, as the dictionary defines them, no. Um, things are good. Things are great. I great. am having just, I think, summer starting to like take off. Hot boy summer? Hot boy summer. I, you know, I'm looking at some new more risque. Uh, swimwear. What? Tell me yeah. everything. I feel like I really need to step away from the cl- the classic and into something a little bit more scandalous. So I've been googling full body suits <laughs> without a hat. Just a beach skin. <laughs> Just condom. a beach romper. Classic beach romper. Well, you're. I find that your bathing suits are never like classic. You're not wearing the like billowy no. shorts yeah. that oh, dads yeah. wear. Listeners, I've never been into something that's been past my knees except <laughs> no. for that one time. Um, but Capri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bathing suit It was Capri. a dress. <laughs> bathing suit Capri. I actually in in um, in high school I did a beach volleyball tournament oh. uh, and my like teammate and I wanted to have matching swimsuits and so we went out and I think we went to like Urban Planet really together cute. and we bought matching like graphic like white black pink yellow blue swimsuits but he was like I wanted to be like swimsuit like trunks length and I was like well <laughs> was straight. Like, I don't want that <laughs> yeah uh, no coincidentally we're both not <laughs> oh cute and it's like that's I think the only swimsuit I ever own that's like at my knees oh, okay yeah, everything okay. else is like at least testicles mm. like. I like a little testy graze on a on yeah man's. yeah swimwear. nothing sexier than like you take <laughs> off like you know you're in the bedroom you're doing things and someone's mm-hmm. like is that a tan on just the bottom <laughs> of your taint and you're like yes <laughs> yes it is oh my god gotta get all the areas <laughs> yeah um, so, so you're con- going shorter confusing swimwear is what I'm after yes <laughs> so we're thinking a little banana hammock or something or I like a borat I- or Oh, oh, my oh favorite, my God, the one, the one that. leg. Have I, you seen I that? have seen that. When you I, need I think to it's rock called that. a C string. I also have no idea how you keep your junk in, but it well, physics, everyone. Yeah, you got to. Cool. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I've also seen ones where it's literally it's <laughs> it's uh, like a cup on the front that like just like encloses your like bits, <laughs> your junk. And then there's kind of, there's a fabric piece that goes at the back, oh. and it kind of looks like a tail, but it's supposed to, like, there's a wire in it, and so it what? just goes, and you're supposed to just, like, somehow make it sit, like, in your butt crack, not in your butt. And so, like, that's all you're wearing. Oh, my God. How much tan? Dude, this pe- these people hate tan lines. That's, that's awful. Yeah. And if you hate tan lines, go to a nude beach and just <clears throat> drape a towel on it while yeah. you're tanning. That's a wire sounds dangerous yeah, and well, not swimming appropriate. Yeah. I don't think it's a swimsuit, more of like a 
Look at me now. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. I look forward to you strutting your stuff yeah. on the runway. Hitting the beach. Yeah. Uh, what also, else? I think the swimsuit journey has been taken off because my fitness journey has also taken you off. You know, everybody is a beach body. It is, <laughs> but I want this beach body to be a little bit different than it currently <laughs> is. Um, so I've started like biking to the gym. Lovely. I started going to the gym and biking there, and it's doing great things for me. I'm feeling more energy, and I'm feeling more energy. Oh, energy. Um, and so that's doing great things for me. However, Good. something I'm not liking going back to the swimsuit kind of topic is tan lines because mm. I'm biking there and I'm wearing shorts, my gym shorts. Uh, and when you're biking, they often hike up a little bit. I now have multiple rows of tan lines on my thigh. I thought you did that ombre on your thigh for fun. I'm you know, into it. It is a trend this year. <laughs> Fashion alert. Trends are ombres in yeah, 2020. I love an ombre. But uh, not on my body, per mm. se. All right, well. So. I thought it was cute. Well, get your I'm gonna skinny even bathing suit and get that I'm going to even it out. Line. I'm going to sandblast it next week. <laughs> I've taken the week off. I'm going to the cabin. Sandblast it. You're coming to the cabin. Oh, Jen's yes. coming to the cabin. We're going to have fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're going to set sail. We are going to set sail. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast, but the saga of the broom, the missing corn broom, has come to an end. Uh, so for those who are, like, in my life and those who aren't the haters, <laughs> um, we, Stefan and I uh, had bought a corn broom. It was a very specific thing. Corn. We bought a corn broom. This is very important for our relationship. For some reason, I needed a corn broom to clean outside. So we bought it, and we were using it. And about a week after owning it, it just disappeared. Couldn't figure it out. Oh. It was gone. He asked me. We're like, someone must have taken it. I don't know. An episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Do, 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 exactly. Do, do. Na, 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 na. <laughs> um, and then one day, I just happened to do a look back at the house as I was leaving for work. And I noticed, oh, it's on the roof. <laughs> um, so What? <laughs> to f- connect the dots, what had, ha- what had, what happened, had happened was... Uh, Stefan's dad had come and was fixing something on the roof. And and threw your shit up there. And took the broom with him so he could sweep it away and then left it. Because it goes there? By a mistake. Left it by mistake. Fired. (laughs) Yeah. No, Brad can come back. (laughs) Um, He's very helpful. Yeah. So then it was the, oh, well, the broom's on the roof. We should go get it. And that took about a a month and a bit before eventually it was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to get that broom on the roof. (laughs) Uh, And it was a great time. Wow, what an adventure from start to finish. Thank you. I pride myself on my storytelling, <laughs> my creativeness, and how long it was. Sorry, I blacked out. And that's not about the story. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? What oh have you been God, doing? Me? Well, listeners, listen. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> I know you have all been waiting with bated breath. But the T-Rex outfit came. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's Only, here. It's here. Only four months. I was giddy when I saw that package because I was like, it can only be one thing. <laughs> and I entire, returned everything else. <laughs> I returned everything else. The entire label is in some kind of Chinese language. I was ready. Literally tore into it, threw it on, squealed, realized I didn't have enough batteries, figured out a way to extension cord up the leg, whatever. It was amazing. It is so tall and so wide that I can't actually walk around in my apartment. No. And I'm 100% here for it. <laughs> I tried it on before we recorded. Where are you taking it? Where Where are you, you going to take this journey? I There's a music festival coming up uh-huh. that I'm going to go to. I'm going to bring it there. I'm very nervous for it to get wrecked. T-Rex? But... <laughs> T-Rex. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. you. So... But, like, it was 40 bucks. I mean, whatever. Drop the bucket. But yeah. I, I should have bought two. <laughs> this is my formal one. This is my, like, going out one. Can you imagine if you, like, get an outfit made for it and then you, like, go out oh and God. you're wearing, like, It does need, like, a little a skirt. or something. That would be cute. I wonder if it would weigh it down. But either way, it's it's everything I thought it would be and more. It's I'm beautiful. Just, it's it's so quite cool. a it's quite a vision to behold. It's a vision. I just want to like walk around and people stare at me, you know, because I just and like no that one can energy. even see you because the no. weird face is like hidden by the head. And I know that there's like a group of them because they sometimes walk around Wolseley. What? <laughs> so I need them to befriend me. How do you find them? I don't know. Like um, 
my friend who works at a wine store, they were just like hanging out in the parking lot. There's like four of them. <laughs> Not doing anything, just walking around. Uh, they're so hunting I need to ground. join them. <laughs> they're hunting ground, just waiting for someone to come out with like the right Chardonnay. And they're like, <laughs> Because what? Life finds a way <laughs> for your Chardonnay. <laughs> So that's you pretty much the highlight. <laughs> you should get a bunch of these and then have them all be like muscle bros and mm. stand outside like a, a Popeye's protein whatever place. Oh, wow. And then the slogan could be life finds a way, like way oh protein. Oh, my God. No one take that. Copyright. <laughs> Damn it. Edit it out. Um, there was also different colors, but <gasps> I wanted there? to go. Yeah, a million different colors. Oh. I was going to get a pink one, but I thought, no, let's be realistic and get tan. <laughs> Whatever it is, orange. <laughs> there's no such thing as a pink dinosaur. <laughs> said the flying there was like dinosaur a bl- <laughs> with feathers. Yeah, there's like a blue one that was really cute. Oh, yeah. Anyway, maybe I'll get one. <laughs> Shit. <gasps> we I need to match. Good. We need to match. And like, it's been lovely and summery. I feel like mm. I've hit like every patio. <laughs> You've really been making the rounds. I have, and I'm feeling my oats. Even the new ones. Yes. That's why she subscribes to Cool Kid Newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> the patio section is my favorite. Yeah. And I don't know. I just like love a patio. Anyone, honestly, post quarantine, anyone just making me a drink, it could be the shittiest drink, but if you're going to make it for me and like deliver it to me, I love it. And outside. Outside. There's Add nothing a I love drinking D outside. to that drink. Yes. Love it. Mm. So I've been doing that. And then you and I, we, we finally got back to. <laughs> We got back to our roots, you guys. <laughs> this podcast started. It started as a premise to hang out together more. And yeah. it became the only reason to hang out. <laughs> it was. So we finally got back to our regularly scheduled program mm-hmm. of watching season two of Game of Thrones. <laughs> On our way to season three of Supernatural. Yes. So we have a list of shows because Will doesn't watch anything popular. But now he's ready after ten years. To watch something. I've learned I'm a contrarian, mm. and so I like to push against things that are popular, although I don't know if Supernatural is ever popular. Excuse and me. <laughs> it's popular in my heart. <laughs> but Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You really need to watch it. I watched, are. for Game of Thrones, uh, as a reference, I uh, know a lot about the series. From I don't know who told you. and people talking about it at work as it was happening, and they're like, I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm like, I'll but. never get to it. <laughs> Um, but I watched the last episode of season seven. Oh my god! As my first Why? episode ever, <laughs> and then followed that up a couple weeks later with the first episode of season one. And I'm like, you did, you did, you did, oh, you died, no. you did, you did, you died. I'm not spoiling anything. No, you're doing a great job. But Thank literally, you. we're going through things, and I'm like, when the fuck does that happen to this dude? I want you to be less shitty. Years. When do you? Yeah. Years. I- so we have a long way to go, but it was cute. We watched um, the season finale of the second one. Yes. And I was like, holy shit, look at all this foreshadowing. You obviously have no idea, but mm-hmm. my God, how is anyone supposed to remember a reference from season two that then comes up like season seven, eight? Yeah. Nobody has time for that. But yeah, so we're, that, I feel like that was my week. Patios, Game week. of Thrones. Dinosaurs. It was my I first. I can't complain. Cannot complain. But also, what brought up the topic for today is I was getting back into kind of like just checking out what my cable had up to. Like, I don't really watch TV very much. Well, I watch RuPaul's Drag Race a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, you know, maybe something's on cable. I had an hour. So I was looking through cable, and there's so many crazy like game shows that are old and on because nothing's really happening on TV right oh, now. Oh, I love a so rerun. They're just, they're just playing like, I don't know, there was like, a, I think Who Wants to Be a Millionaire still on, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Yes. And of course, classic Wheel of Fortune, but they're all old pro, like old episodes, right? Because yeah, no yeah. one's doing game shows. And then, scroll, 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 I saw this meme that obviously made me think of you, Will. <laughs> and don't feel attacked, it's just real. Okay. It says, show, this is what the meme says, a show on HGTV called Yuck, where I walk through people's homes and point out things I don't like <laughs> and then leave. And I'm not sure if you understand Will yet, but this is him. This is very much, I say, I've learned to say yuck internally, but I'm into I'm, this. I'm if I could project you. that out into the world, that'd be a lot of negativity I don't keep inside. Well, 
Uh, no one else needs it. <laughs> I think he, I think we I think every season of The Real Housewives proves that we do. Mm, true, true. So I, I can I could fill that void for people, you know. But it just made me think of like that's so funny one, though. I like that. Like, first of all, game shows are just like game shows and like reality TV. I feel like they kind of blend together. Yeah. But they're just like I feel like there were so many good ones growing up, and I just wanted to talk about them. So today we're gonna talk about just TV shows, game shows, reality shows that we have like used as formative experiences <laughs> through the years that have shaped us as millennials <laughs> yes uh so this title is probably going to be something like only 90s babies will know this exactly and, and yeah a we picture just, of clickbait <laughs> so like sit back get your popcorn get your snuggie get your abc family channel on get your gushers <laughs> bugles oh I wish everyone could see the finger movements and the intense eye contact after Wilson bugles. It was truly terrifying. <laughs> bugles, you could only put on your fingertips. And uh, like no, you I get that, but I was terrified but just now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to start. And we're just going to go through and like just memory lane, get comfy, mm, make it happen. Love. One of my very first game shows that... Really, one I wanted to be on so bad, obviously, um, was Uh Oh. Okay, I remember Uh Oh, but she was amazing. The host being, I have no idea who this crazy looking person. He was like very young. Like I think he was like twenty three, but he looked forty. Yes. And it was like this show where like kids went and did a bunch of shit and answered a bunch of questions and they get slimed all the time. Yeah, Nickelodeon. It was really scary, and they had that like Punisher guy. Who would pick them up and put them in the slime yes, chamber? The which slime like, body autonomy, you know. Ugh. Leave them alone. But it was like so great. I don't even know what they asked them. I wish I remembered. But it was probably like how many provinces six and territories seasons. are in Canada? <laughs> probably. Or uh, yeah, but then that'd be like the first question. You'd be like, nailed it. All right, the next question: What is the chemical formula for sea salt? <laughs> oh my god! And they were. It was incredible. It was a Canadian television show. I yeah. didn't even really realize. No, it was a great show. I loved watching it. We would watch it whenever um, we like could watch TV in the mornings, uh, but we weren't allowed to like watch cartoons that much. So, also, we were never up early enough to watch the cool cartoons. But I <laughs> loved. It's not really like a reality TV show or a game show, but Wacky Races. Oh, what's that? It had like different characters from Teletoon and or Cartoon Network, I forget which one, and they had like their little mobile cars, like their theme cars, and they would do these races. And they were always trying to like sabotage each other. Oh. And they would it would be like a little interlude in between like an hour and a half of actual like cartoon shows. They instead of like commercial breaks, it'd be like a break to watch this race and every race oh. was different. That's and like, really cool. It was so much what fun. What was it called? Wacky races. Wacky races. Is that a Farmer Vision? <laughs> Maybe. Farmer Vision was great. <laughs> so I looked up Uh Oh, and basically it was like they were in teams, and they would do spin the wheel, and they'd land on a silly activity, and it usually involved goo. And then audience members wore the clothing of who they wanted to win, basically. But I remember yes. that they'd run all over the place, and then the Punisher would grab them, and. It was sponsored by Post Honeycomb cereal, oh. and they would have to find like a, an item in this giant vat of, vat of no, no vat of honeycomb cereal, and I was always like, "That looks delicious," because I wasn't allowed sugary cereals as a kid, <laughs> and I'm like, "I want to be on this show." I'm gonna put that on my grocery list. Oh my god, that sounds incredible. I want some. I'm actually no milk though. No, what? No, you have to have milk. No, no, I like dry cereal. Okay. You and the people that put cereal in the bowl second. I am that person. (laughs) If I do. God. On the topic of the gladiator, Mm -hmm. I want to bring up American Gladiators. Oh, my God. I actually love that show. I loved that show. A, the guys were super beautiful. Because I'm what? Shallow. And they're what? (laughs) Buff. They are so muscly. And also just the idea, like... Sock and Boppers was like a really big toy back in the day. It's these inflatable marshmallows you put on your hands. It was Rock'em Sock'em. Sock'em Boppers, Sock'em Boppers. More fun than a pillow fight. Oh, right. And it's they, like, literally, let's beat each other. And I yeah. was like, I do that already. But they kind of had that because they were actually like boxing people like off right. of tight ropes. Like they were oh, ridiculous. Or they had 
those sticks with giant pads on the end. They would beat people <laughs> with those. You'd like fight each other. What the fuck? It was a great time. I loved time that to show. Be alive. And they brought it back, and I just have never seen it because I also don't have cable. So yeah, fair. Amazing. It's a great TV great show. Great show. Um, yeah, and I remember being like, there's no women. And then there was, like, one girl, and she was, like, 5'2", and just, like, short and muscly. And she, like, beat all the boys. And yeah. it was incredible. And I was like, yes, feminism. Oh, I think her name was Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> to be 100% serious. She's a failure I remember parent. watching that. <laughs> she was, like, from Kentucky, and she's like, my dad helped me build a gladiator gym in our basement. And it was, like... So inspiring. It's crazy what the kids from uh, Magic School Bus grew up to do. <laughs> Wanda. <laughs> was there Wanda? Yeah. The Asian girl. Yeah. Oh, no. This girl was definitely white and blonde. One of the other shows I loved, I wasn't huge into, like, into, like, the couple games where it's like, I'm a new, oh, the newlyweds. I wasn't oh, into that show. Oh, what is that show? That show was where you'd have some couples and you'd answer questions, like, separately and then you'd have to... Like, they would split us up and be like, Michelle, what is your favorite chocolate? And then they'd be like, so will you, Michelle, go out quite a lot to eat and have a lot of snacks, uh uh-huh? And I'd be like, yes, I do, sir. (laughs) And they'd be like, so Michelle said her favorite chocolate was, and I'd be like, raspberry crisp crumble chocolate French toast. (laughs) We got yum. And they'd be like, milk chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be like, wah, wah. I actually think that's so annoying. People do that at weddings. Yeah, no, that's a dumb game. One, you're under pressure. Two, you clearly don't know that person. No. <laughs> and three, break up. <laughs> you mm. know. But one show that I loved. It was on usually right after, uh, right after the newlyweds and be- before Pyramid, was. <laughs> Pyramid. I hated Pyramid as well. Was Card Sharks. Oh my God! Do we have different TVs? I've never heard of it. Okay. So tell me everything. So Card Sharks was a um, a card show, and essentially they had these giant cards like the size of like like laptops now they're like 15 inches long and they had a little board and so it's kind of like up down under over or in between same suit different suit whatever mm. and they would pull one they'd put it on the board and then there's two contestants and one had a chance to be like okay is your next card going to be higher or lower than this one and they go like higher and they'd pull oh. the card and it'd be like higher and then it's like okay great you get to go again and you got to keep going and if you made it all the way across you won but ev- I, I don't know if, like, they were using a stacked deck or what happened, but nobody won. It was, like, oh, everyone no. always lost. Was it money? You got money yeah, you it? won money, yeah. Oh, man. It was great. It was that so much intense. fun. Also, I would just love to have cards that big. Like, they were comically <laughs> large. Oh, my God. You know which one I loved. You know what game was great, actually? I think it was, like, MTV, maybe, but, like, Hollywood Squares. <gasps> yes, with Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg, but it was always, like, DC-list celebrities. Oh, yeah. And you're like, who are you? It'd be, like, Delivery Man in, and then, like, the hottest <laughs> TV show at the time. Yes, and it's like, you knew that all these people had nothing to do. I just thought it was so funny, because they would always kind of, like, try to befriend the contestant to be like hey honey I got your back and then never get it right they always got the answer wrong because they were kind of intellectual questions sometimes yes and they're just like I was on CSI I was the murdered lady Um, (laughs) corpse number two the answer's purple it's like no the answer was Nicaragua (laughs) (laughs) like no honey Oh my god. That was a great show. That though. was a great show. And I loved like I was like, how tall are they on these like? What giant a crazy squares? setup. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for a visual for others. They built a massive uh, tic tac toe board that was vertical. And then there was different celebrities in each one and yeah. people could like the two contestants would pick celebrities to answer questions for them. Circle gets the square. And yeah, like you would like if you got the question right, you'd get that square, and you have to create your three of a three in a row. Yes, it was insane. It was so crazy because no one ever knew what was going on. But I loved. Um, they one time they did like an all comedians one, and one <laughs> of my favorite comedians of all time is Deborah D. Giovanni. Oh, you love her? I love her. She's Canadian. Yes, and yeah. she was on it, and I was like, yes, Deborah. And so she's good. actually smart. She is smart. She, I believe, she did really well. Another great show, Video and Trial. That's not reality, but oh, great show. Great show. Like, what a show to just drag artists. Someone's like, here's my creative vision. But, like, at that time, everyone's like, hey, I'm an aspiring singer, and I'm, like, moderately attractive, so I'm going to have some okay dance moves while everyone in the back is killing it. That is true. Hillary Duff. And <laughs> we then, see 
like, but the jokes were so good. So good. Like, they take the way that, like, people wouldn't properly announce words, and be, and there's one uh, female person on there, and she was, like, she had an actual speech impediment. Mm. She was like, how dare you make fun of me on, pro- oh, yeah. on broadcast radio? <laughs> Fifi Dobson stuttering. Oh, yeah. That was the one. <laughs> <laughs> On Progress Radio. Oh my god, that show was good. But also, the show that shaped my life. Okay. I will tell you. Helped me with comedic timing. Okay. Understanding comedy. Whose line is it, anyways? <gasps> you didn't really win anything. The points don't matter. The points don't matter. Oh my god. Like. What a great show. I remember mimicking. From like you know the the Irish drinking song the so we had to do um, stand up and do a poem okay and I did like one about like something about the Civil War or something it was like Yan- not Yankee Doodle but it was something like that okay it was a poem and I was like let's do it to the tune of Irish drinking song <laughs> and it was a hit let me tell you <laughs> because <laughs> I stole it. It was great. Well done. Yeah, it was like something. It was kind of Yankee Doodle-ish, but it wasn't. I don't know. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's made up and the points but don't matter. But it was matter. such an iconic show. Like, I so remember good. It was on ABC Family. We'd all watch it like Friday nights or Thursday nights or something. Yeah. And it just was like the funniest thing. And I just thought, it how was always crazy. So funny. One, I was like, improv is crazy to me still. But two, to like see it as a kid and be like, these people can just have no idea what's going on. And someone just yells a topic and they're like, got it. Like, yeah. I just... I loved my specific favorite game was they did it like almost every other show was when they would pull like scenes. No, not <laughs> scenes from a hat. Scenes from a hat. Yeah. Yes. And from a hat they would just like have to like do it, and they had props on the side sometimes, or they were given yes. like two. I props, loved props. And they had to like do it all the time. Yeah, props was like was a different its own game. thing. Yeah, okay. similar vibe, but it was yeah, yeah. And they just had to make stuff up. Or um, so when funny. oh, there was one guy who was who was often a guest. <laughs> His name was like Chip something. He was my oh, favorite yeah, guest. The <laughs> four cute. of them together. They were the best. Were so good. Yeah. And um, they they would pull like roles and they had like secret roles and like the guests would have to go through yes. and talk to each person, try to figure out who the hell they were yeah. and like what was going on. And then and guess scene, at the end. Yeah. It's like weatherman stuck in a hurricane. <laughs> Or, like, girl from high school who's obsessed. I also love... You can just talk about this whole show this entire time. Yeah. But when when Ryan and... Colin. Colin, thank you. How can I forget Colin? Our, our, Colin R.I.P. Mockery, our president. <laughs> our mockery. Colin Mockery. Um, when him and Ryan would do the uh, selling, like, a CD. Like, oh, you know, we were talking yes. about CDs. Oh, And it God. was just, like... It was so funny. And then Wayne would do, like, make up a song. And they'd be like, you know, I love the soundings of uh, the rapper who just raps about gazelles. And they'd be like, okay. And he's just like, all right. <laughs> and he came up with a song. <laughs> and you know, that. you know, comedy singing is my highest form of comedy. And it's just like, uh, that show was amazing. It was so good. Amazing. They redid the show with similar people. Ryan and Colin just like new people with um I don't know what the woman's name was, but she was the host, but it just wasn't the same. No, it didn't have the same vibe. No. No. Also, speaking of uh Drew Carey, we have to bring up Bob Barker. Oh, and we have to bring up Price is Right. Price is right. You know what? It has kind of a sad <laughs> you don't have to tell everyone. You know what? From what I remember when I was very, very young, my my great aunt wanted like loved game shows and she wanted to be on it and then she had a massive heart attack and died before she was on the price is right why am i laughing was she because... traveling to the price is right yeah she's in the states <gasps> i know oh wow it's terrible i'm sorry R-I-P. to hear that <laughs> but i always remember that story i don't actually know if it's real but like i know that story i should ask i could just ask my family members. yeah but th- i think that's what happened you know some fact checking would do you good but also but that story is funny fact checking Price checking, supermarket sweep. Oh, where my you had to know God. products, prices, where. Like this was the TV show that was built for people like me, who just love being in a grocery store, <laughs> and has long legs and a and and great steering of shopping carts. Yeah, yeah. No, what a great show. What was that show about? No you just what grab it was about. stuff. I have no. I think they would give you a clue, and you had to find what that product was, and then attached to that product was your next clue. Oh. And then eventually, it was like, 
You've got $47 and your dog threw up on your linens, your <laughs> cotton, and your hardwood stainless steel floors. <laughs> Get the products you need. And then you're just like running around. Like, I have no idea what that show is about. That cave. But um, I just found out it's on Netflix. Oh my God. But I liked the Guy Fieri version where he <sighs> did Supermarket Sweep, but then they had to cook something. Yeah, yeah. It's so they the had guy's like, grocery game. Yes. Oh my God. He can do no wrong. I love that man. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Triple D was maybe a fault or like a, a, a smear on his resume because it's literally just the same thing, the same episode five million times. But I will say I've watched about 400 of them with my father because we do enjoy watching people slowly pull <laughs> apart a piece of fired brisket. Oh my God. I mean, we haven't even touched on cooking shows. Okay, hit me. Like the show that has the most chaotic energy is uh -huh. Cutthroat Kitchen. Yes. What? is that show the guy is literally like you're an impressive chef and you can do anything but guess what you don't have any knives and you have a toy blender and your kitchen station's on fire and you literally have to make everything out of eggplant it's I, like what i saw one where the people literally had to have their stuff like on their head they built a contraption <laughs> to balance on your shoulders and your head and so they were like cutting things like on oh, their head being like Ooh, that is so Ooh. dangerous yeah like where Super. everyone's just laughing at them yeah. and they're just like so serious about it or they have to be like everything tastes like pickles and then you get this like famous um chef, chef host and they're just like wow this was trash and and you're like they did a good job. They, they actually did something. They literally had like wicker furniture to like cook on with like a stove and um and a rusty like a rusty axe. And you're gonna say that his soup just didn't, didn't. make the cut? <laughs> How dare you? Oh my god. It was so chaotic, and you just keep but watching. You know that I think I love that. I show. think all, that's a show produced by Alton Brown. And I think he brought that chaotic energy from the original chaotic oh, cooking show. Which was what? Iron Chef. Where yeah, but every it's more dish you make has to include onions. And that's <laughs> like appetizer, oh, is that what salad, it is? like two mains, and a dessert. Oh, and it had to have onions in it. This is my shallot sheramoose. Uh, <laughs> What's a sheramoose? I don't know. It's a shallotty moose. You know what I know? If oh, no, I would have called this a shallotta moose. Shallotta moose. <laughs> this is a shallotta moose. That's a drag name for sure. My name is Shallotta Shallotta moose. Her hair is always straight up. <laughs> I was thinking antlers. Like, she's a lot of moose. <laughs> And that's why things are up for interpretation. Well, that's a moose knuckle. Oh, love it. Listen, you're going to be rocking it this summer. Yeah, get, yeah. Get ready. Oh, my God. That transitions into one of my other favorite shows. This is more recent, guys. Check it out on Netflix. Nailed it. Oh, my God. If you ever want to feel good about baking, like, I am not a good baker because, one, I don't have patience, and, two, I hate measuring things, and, three, you never it takes a long time. Yeah. And you also never have the ingredients. <laughs> You're like, I can substitute this. Lots of substitutions, and I don't like reading the recipe fully. Oh, I like to guess. This must be a Pisces thing. It might be. Pisces. Um, and so these bakers are so confident and they like try to be on the show they right they hardest. try all the time like if i put some effort and like practiced i feel like i'd be pretty good yeah. these people consistently get worse and they're Only like we worse. want you it's like you have a pre-cut sugar cookie and you have an hour <laughs> just to decorate it yeah and they're like you have to make the ball from Toy Story, and they're like, God, I don't know how to make purple. <laughs> and then it's like brown with like a yellow square, and oh they're like, nailed it. God, and there's, it's so funny. Like, it is consistently funny. Like, when someone does well, you're like, ew, get off the show. No, but I, oh, I actually find it very frustrating. Like, I was sick. Well, you're a baker. Yes, I'm a baker. I was, uh, these are my people. Well, like, <laughs> back before COVID and all of that jazz. And so I took a day off, and I was watching it while I was in bed, and I watched, like, three episodes, and I'm like, I have to make something because I'm actually upset. <laughs> it's 3 a.m., you're whisking a meringue. <laughs> it, so, well, no, so I, I watched, and I just, like, looked at the recipe that they made, and I'm like, okay, I just found this most similar thing from Google, like, one of the first recipes, and I made it. Of like, course you did. in the time, a lot of time, it wasn't, like, crumbling, <laughs> it came out of a pan, it had icing that wasn't just, like, dripping everywhere, oh, I'm like, it. how... How do you not know how to do this? How do you forget eggs in a cake? I know. How do you forget 
flour in a cake. <laughs> oh, I like the one guy who put his like butter concoction in the microwave for like 22 minutes and the microwave blew up. <laughs> and he was just milling around eating stuff. Like he was like, ooh, sprinkles, because there's like so many ingredients everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> Nicole, the like host, is just like, are you sure you don't have some stuff that you want to like check on? And it literally set fire. Oh, my God. And he started again. Anyway, he didn't have much of the <laughs> No. I love that show. The holiday one. Halloween one. It's so fascinating, oh that my show. God. I could just watch people fail at cooking forever. Oh my gosh. I could not. I'm gonna just do a quick touch on to another MTV gem. Please. Which is Pimp My Ride. Oh my god. It's not a reality TV show. It's not a it's game a show. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it is a lifestyle because it is also like a different show. Also briefly gonna touch on two tangent points. Trading spaces where you'd be like Oh my god, I just need an office that's so, like, focused on pr- productivity and, like, oh, I just found a paperclip on the ground. And the designers would be like, he loves paperclips. <laughs> and he mentioned office, and the office assistant is a paperclip. So we're going to blow that up and put it on all of the walls. So he always knows he has his shit together. And same thing with Pimp My Ride. They'd be like, oh, wow, she's really into, like... Uh, Cycling, so we're gonna make this a, a, <laughs> a cycle-powered car, and then also yes. there's like a, a tire pump in the back seat, and if you like knock on the hood three times, like it makes a bring bring sound. Like it a, was ridiculous. It was so stupid. Put. And I always, I will never forget the one, the one pit my ride where it was like. I have kidney disease and need to drink a lot of water. So they're like, man, dog, we hooked you up. There's a straw that comes out of your seatbelt so you can just continually hydrate. And I'm like, this is not necessary. This is the future. You j- he could he had water bottles. Like, it's fine. It just was hilarious. And do you know, though, I found out they take a lot of the shit back, the fancy speakers and stuff. Oh, do you know that? No. Yeah, it was like secret whatever but basically they exhibit how dare you exhibit they they put like all these speakers and technology in your car and they would actually take most of it back and so you're just so okay you're like not pimping my ride so then fully. i have a question yes. one of my favorite episodes was the girl who was going to school to be a hairdresser <laughs> yeah and so they put like the back door swung open and it like the seat oh, was attached yeah. to it and you could sit there and put the little helmet how is on she doing to do your hair and then she had like just random other shit in the back of the trunk of the car. Oh my God. And every also everything was also like a, a Miata or yeah, like Yeah, nobody a had Honda just like Civic. a Nissan like Versa. A, like a really yeah. No one like had, a tiny car. It was always or like really those old cars with like the huge front. Yeah. Like a Volkswagen or something. Sunfire. Sunfire. I'm thinking a Pontiac. Um, not a Volkswagen. <laughs> no. Something with a trailer. It's got a fat butt. <laughs> <laughs> Cars, everyone, by Michelle. It's like an old car. It's like an old car. Oh, a station wagon? Yes! <laughs> it was always like a station wagon. Yes. You could fit a bunch of shit in there. But that is true. It's like, enjoy your hairdressing in the parking lot. Like, they made, they made no sense. Absolutely. They made no, no sense. sense. But yeah, they took some of their shit away. But just to go back to Trading Spaces, okay. because that show was hilarious. Genevieve was the best. Oh, my God. But they would, they would literally focus on, like, a weird thing. But they would be like, hey, your neighbors that you met at the church bake sale, like, Brett and Cheryl, they were gonna tra- they're going to trade spaces with you. It's like, you don't even know these people. Oh, yeah. like, you don't even not, know. No. You've never been invited to their house. You ate lemon bars while singing some hymns at the church, whatever, mm-hmm. community. So I don't even know how these people found each other. And they never liked it. No. And the colors were so 90s and, like, gross. Like, I remember one was, like, brown furniture with, like, that kind of minty, muddy color. And they were just like, I hate it. And and then the host is like, this is awkward. Yeah. No one liked it. It didn't really work out. It did not. And it didn't match the whole house. There was one where someone said they liked horses. And so they literally (laughs) put hay bales in her room. (gasps) They're like, we built you a bed frame and surrounded that, it in hay bales. That was very um, extreme home makeover. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, because, like, who is it? Ty would be like, so, Sarah at once ate cheeseburgers, and her whole room was be cheeseburgers. And oh, it's like, God. she just, that was just, like, lunch-provided one. And then they'd also be like, also, we built you a pirate ship in the backyard. It's like a jungle gym. And they'd be like a, se- like a bunch of seniors with, like, a 40-year-old <laughs> child. And they'd be like, 
Okay. Yeah, that was show was crazy. Always really big houses though, or they oh. made big houses. Oh yeah, the they'd be like, house. your house was four bedrooms, three bath, and we doubled it in size <laughs> for your family of three. Enjoy cleaning it and paying taxes. Insane on taxes. On oh it. yeah, and like heating and cooling. Yeah. We're really breaking this down. We're such adults now. Uh, Before it was like, wow, I wish I had a horse room. <laughs> nay, as I ate my hay bale. Yeah. Um, crazy. I think to really round it out, we should just draw on the fact that there's a new show. Not, I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it. You've seen it. But it brings kind of like formative childhood experiences, fear of volcanoes <laughs> and heat. You should be afraid and of them. melting. And current TV's need to like grasp at straws. And a childhood game. And we now have a filmed multi-million dollar production show called <laughs> The Floor is Lava. I can't believe it. Why? I feel like it's fun. It's basically like an obstacle course and you you know, it's murder in live time. Like time. I unless any unless people are actually No, dying, no one's dying. Why not? <laughs> Can they? How do we arrange that? How do we arrange certain uh, people yeah. in power to play this game? You know what? I think they're I think peep producers are really trying to capture the energy and craziness of like the Tiger King era. Oh. But we're kind of out of that. Like that was yeah. the only, like, one that feels like ages ago. I will never see that, but also well, give me four years and I'll be like, Tiger King is real. And it, we'll add it to our list of things to watch. Yeah. Because I watched it in one night. I don't think you can watch it anywhere. Spread out. I don't Otherwise you realize how crazy it is. Yeah, you just have to keep going. Okay, back to the lava. But, but the floor is lava. It's, they're trying to kind of have that like playful energy, but it is a little weird because it's grown people. in. But like, so what is the floor actually made of? Floor. Like, like if you fall, you just hit the ground? Yeah, and you're just out. It's not like blocks or water that's I mean, like orange and blue. Listen, when I watched it, it was on the background. I was on TikTok. But basically... Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me of her life. It was not that interesting, to be honest. But be, yeah, you just, it's just like obstacle course. It's like really sad, not fit American Gladiator. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I want to do a second last minute shout out. Please do. To... What is also a sad, not very interesting form of The Bachelor, but really set us up the dating show, mm. the dating game. Dating shows in general. When you had like a guy or a girl who would show up and they'd be like, Hi, I'm 27, very successful entrepreneur, and I live in Ohio. And they'd be like, I'm looking for love. I like long walks on the beach and hoping to find Mrs. Right because I really think that's the next step I need in my life. Very like, heteronormative following the steps of, of your life of in course. order to die. Absolutely. And then there'd be like a curtain would raise to his left and he's got a partition and there'd be three separate women all sitting there on stools and he'd be like, bachelor number one. Oh my God. What is your ideal date for you and me? And she'd be like, oh my God, I love getting like I just... would blow you behind the parking lot of a Denny's. Sorry, I'm, I was on that show. No questions. No more questions. <laughs> Bachelor number one, please love me. Yeah. And they would just go through and ask a bunch of questions. And then, yeah. like, the girls had, or whoever the, the Bachelor Bachelorettes were, would have one question to ask the dude to see if oh. they, like, wanted them back. Oh. Because consent. Yeah. Cute. For sure. But, so that was kind of, like, trying to play up this more romantic side of it. But you know what show didn't is next. <gasps> that show was insane. It was a, it was a bunch of like depending who was on for the heteronormative thing, but it was like I saw I saw I saw some uh hom- Was there homosexuals? Thank you. I almost said homogenous. <laughs> homosexual Your people. I'm talking about milk yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> it was just a bunch of milk. <laughs> no two percent. You can't be here. I'm more of a skim. Um yeah, yeah no, they, they they came off the bus and be like, hi, I'm Melanie. I'm 19 years old. I can eat 12 hot dogs at once, and I hate boys. And the, like, the person who was like, they're yeah, trying the to like, go on dates with, the guy would be like, he'd see them walk off the bus, they'd do their intro, and he would, him and the host would just be sitting in lawn chairs like yeah. 10 feet away and go, next! Which, first of all, so rude, but the, the whole show was so scripted. So scripted, and the longer you went on a date with this person, you got a dollar for every minute. You got money? I don't remember that. So, like, the people that literally walked off and got nexted, they didn't make a minute, so they didn't get any money. 
Oh my god! And they never really kissed. They always just kind of hugged and like walked off. Well, into I the wouldn't sunset. go on a date on a TV show with a bunch of strangers. And I just remembered, actually, the best show ever. What? I think it was called Room Raiders. Oh my god! <laughs> that show was so good. So it would be like one person gets picked, and they have to go through three potential dates rooms. Yes. And they would have like their little kit where you could like blue light, I tweezers. Hated the and blue they would light. Go through there was everything. Always stains on the guy's stuff. Ugh. It was so gross. It was you so go gross. through so much, and then like oh you god, got to like roommate. take something. And then by the time you're done, like you would meet the girls and the, or the the other people you were dating, guys, yeah. girls, 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 boys, whatever. No boys, boys. boys. <laughs> and the, they would also have had a chance as the three of them to go through your room. And if Wouldn't like you, you want, if you didn't want them, you would throw like underwear at them, or, like shameful oh, things. Oh, just making them feel bad. I yeah. feel like you would like that show. Yuck. <laughs> oh, no. That would be... I would just walk through and be like, ew, 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 ew. Everything's gross here. But I remember some people would go through and they'd be like, You don't it's have a too... bed frame? Disgusting. <laughs> Why is your mattress on the floor? But some of them would be like, it's too clean in here. And you're like... Oh, yeah. No, but they would say that and they'd open a drawer and it'd be like, gum wrappers. Yeah. Uh, like, stuffy missing an arm. Like, random shit just that stuffed in a drawer. such a weird show. So weird. What a weird moment of MTV, MTV history. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Much it was music. MTV. Much music? MTV? Oh, MTV. MTV. Makes me want to watch TV. Or the fact that TV's not as good anymore. Oh, yeah. Not as pure. And I also just don't have patience for it. Oh, is this a reality TV show? One Girl, Five Gays? Oh my god, I learned so much about gays. I learned so much about gays. <laughs> I also learned, I didn't know you then. I, I learned ready. how to do push-ups off that show because oh. a hot one and... And another hot one were like fighting about who could like do the most push ups and go mm-hmm. to the gym. And so then they're like, let's have a push up competition. And I'm like, take off your shirt. Take <sighs> They off were your really shirt. hot. But, but I they learned, also brought like, up a lot of good issues. So about, many good like, issues. Issues in the gay community. I, o- I, I always watched that show and remembered being like, wow, there's so much like judgment among the community. Yeah. And being really surprised by that. But like, obviously, people are people and we're all trash. So. Yeah. But I. One thing I liked and also didn't like is that they had so many different diverse people and like yes. there would be fights and arguments and like really good mm-hmm. like conversations on the show. But then as you got to the later seasons, that like they would bring in less new people. Yeah. And then all those people that were on the show were very different, but they'd hang they hang out all the time or they knew each other, so then they wouldn't say certain things. It's true. And then it just became very like fun and like haha, we're like friends and I'm like, no. Jonathan, get him. Other Jonathan, <laughs> Kill tell him. him how pale you are. <laughs> and they, and then it got really weird because they kind of got like B-list famous, so they were really promoting their like stuff yeah. and their like my comedy show or my whatever. I think someone did drag or really like pushing their Twitter handles a lot. And I was just yeah. like, okay, I get that this is a platform, but like chill. Yeah. I really like the host though. Yeah. She was great. She was great. AJ. AJ, good memory. Aaliyah Jasmine. Yeah. Great show. Wonderful. This is how we are. We were shaped from these not mostly 90s TV shows. And I feel like all these TV show ideas came off of tangents, which is also, A, what we built our lives on, <laughs> and B, this podcast. Honey, so we are tangents. We're about 20 minutes past what our last oh topic God. was. And uh, things to say. Well, because the whole HGTV started it all mm-hmm. bring it back topic. good job we are going to have a game very similar yes we're gonna borrow an idea if we're gonna bring old, a hat or two new. <laughs> yeah something red something not a shoe but basically you know what whatever tv shows you like and enjoy work and if you have watched any of these ones that we talked about please let us know because we're, was it just us probably not <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. I had full-on conversations about these shows with people at school. Amazing. Slash my cousins. So I'm expecting at least four comments. I used to watch so much TV. I, I feel. also used to watch a ton you of TV. You just get home, you do a little bit of homework, and you just watch TV till bed. Oh, yeah. I don't do that. Well, what no, I don't. What a life. What a, no responsibilities. No patios. No. <laughs> just youth. Youth. But it was good. Well, don't change the channel. We will be right back with a fabulous game. Well done, Michelle. (laughs) See you in a few. Bye. And welcome back. Hello, everyone. And today's game, jumping right into it, is called Previously Previously On. On. 
Featuring two hats. <laughs> Featuring two hats. Uh, so the game, what we've done is we have come up with uh, one hat has different types of shows you would watch. Yeah. And then the other hat has like a theme or like a keyword that you're going to have to make into. So what we have to do is pull it and the music come up with a name of the show and then give you a context as to what happened previously on that show. Mm-hmm. And Michelle's going to start us what? off. What? <laughs> okay, fine. Because she is the improv queen. You know she is. So the type of show is failed cooking show, which <laughs> you know I love. And the buzzword? What are we calling it? Theme. And the theme is <laughs> macaroni necklace. <laughs> All right. Previously on, oops, we have three contestants, Sharon, Cheryl, and Sean. <laughs> and they will be, they all have anniversaries coming up, and they will be decorating and creating a delicious, edible macaroni necklace. There's going to be one that's uncooked and one that is cooked. And uh, I want to see flair. I want to see delicious taste. I want to see al dente texture. And I want to see some love in this. Oh my god. Stay tuned. I would watch at least one episode of this. <laughs> at least one. Thank you. <laughs> the pilot and an episode. Bravo. Thank you so that much. kind of depth that had character. I mean, it just came to me. I was waiting I for the... out. You were incredible. <laughs> Previously on Tech, did you know that? Our two baking contestants have competed <laughs> and are now working on the final round, which is to build their own computer, motherboard up, and doing the 64-bit programming. John <laughs> is a uh, master pastry chef from Southern Baltimore State <laughs> area, and Jonathan is a hairdresser and also known from uh, Queer Eye. <laughs> John and Jonathan? <laughs> Love it. Together they form a team that is very informed, but do they have the information to build this computer while also doing our wall of questions. Oh. Last episode, they got 16 out of 12, 20. Let's see if they can do better this time and get more hints from our panel of experts. Wow, and uh, winner wins a $100 Applebee's gift card. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme, tangent, I saw a meme where they were making restaurants seem more fancy, and so <laughs> someone just blurred out Apple or APP and just called it Le Bees. <laughs> That's incredible. That was great. Um, Michelle, your okay. next show. Mine is Celebrity Games. Uh -huh. So games with celebrities. And Shoe Hoarding. Previously on Size 8 Full of Love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooked. We go into Nick Lachey's closet. And yes, Size 8, obviously. And um, he shows us his his problem of shoe hoarding. And you'd think it was men's shoes. No, he collects women's shoes. And, mm. you know, we struggle together to really break down his issues and throw out all his shoes. And he ends up donating it to um, drag queens on a dime. And they just really appreciate it. Because I they're can imagine. larger sizes. Yes. And uh, it's not so much a game, but really just like a game of the mind. And of the soul. Game just of life. purging. I'm in. Yeah. You had me at... <laughs> Nick Lachey. Yeah, Nick Lachey also. <laughs> I feel like whatever triggered him was probably the, is it chicken or is it tuna? Because it tastes like tuna, but it says it's chicken of the sea. Chicken of the sea, honey. That's for sure what the I trigger point show. was. So my next show is a game show. Ooh. And my theme, ooh, is the paranormal. Oh my god. Supernatural? Previously on Supermarket Creep, <laughs> our contestants ventured bravely into the haunted bro grocery aisle where gluten and mixed nuts are waiting. Our ooh. contestants have both allergies, but believe that the paranormal can cure them and keep them safe on this treacherous journey. Samantha <laughs> has a nut allergy, and she <laughs> she is using a Geiger counter to try to find her guiding spirit through the aisle, while Jonah Vive... 
can't. Is calling on the wisdom of her ancestors using a tinfoil helmet and a collar. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> Please continue. Don't look at me. <laughs> and a colander. Using the trinkets they've been provided and special hidden artifacts they must navigate their path and stay alive. I would watch that. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was so good. And your voice is just like, and then it does. Da 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 da. That was so fun. Incredible. <laughs> Sign me up. Okay, my TV show is Arts and Crafts, and Ooh. the theme is Angry Water, which oh. if you don't know, it's seltzer water, which is good. Previously on Macrame. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we are going to be diving into the world of Angry Water. Why is it so popular? Why is it so fizzy? Why does it whisper to me at night? And our contestants are going to be flexing their crafty muscles. They're going to be using paint, plasticine. Um, the secret ingredient is pipe cleaners and googly eyes. And they are going to have to create their own exciting new flavor of angry water. And the best one is going to be picked up by PepsiCo and sold all over the world. <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she does love angry water. To <laughs> <laughs> create a flavor. <laughs> to draw a flavor. Somebody's <laughs> gonna run that flavor. The winner gets their flavor picked and they will drive it past the plant and that's how we infuse it with flavor. Really, the plaster scene gives it enough fruit flavor. <laughs> okay. My next show is gonna be a fitness show. Oh, and the theme, or in this case, the, yeah, the theme, is going to be a 10-foot wheel of cheese. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Keto. Previously on Cheese Wheel, Samantha is getting over her problems, but she's still being chased by something, and that something is a 10-foot wheel of cheese. On today's course, we've got ups, downs, lefts, rights, and mixed nuts, and <laughs> Samantha must get away from her giant wheel of cheese before she gets crushed and lose 30 pounds. Oh, wow. That's incredible. <laughs> Eat your way up, Samantha. <laughs> the course is 12 kilometers long. Let's bid her good luck. And Samantha, the cheese wheel has been released. You better start running. <laughs> <laughs> what does she win if she gets it? If she wins, her prize is going to be whatever's left of the 10-foot wheel of cheese. Oh, smoked Gouda? Uh, today's cheese is actually a Bavarian Parmesan. <laughs> Incredible. Nutty, flavorful, flaky, and heavy as balls. <laughs> Even the balls that break off can crush an ankle. So Samantha is not doing well on the first kilometer of this race. Poor Samantha. You know, I'm rooting for her, but I also want her to fail. Do you know what I mean? She really made Bible Camp a terrible place. <laughs> oh you really took me there. You know what? Let's just quickly change the channels. Um, we are going to... Find love, a finding love game. Oh. With uh, our theme of flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on, a flaming heart. Brad, our bachelor, is a single, obviously, uh, half hunky man, half disheveled cockroach, and he is looking for love. But he doesn't have a lot to offer. He basically has a mattress on the floor, navy sheets, and still lives with his mom. What an incredible catch. He wants to go on a super special date with his bachelorette. He takes them to the kitchen to show off his culinary skills, and he makes Flaming Hot Cheetos chicken. And all the women get diarrhea and leave. <laughs> Is this every episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like this is the sequel to uh, Cheese Wheel. <laughs> a lot of GI assaults <laughs> in our TV programs. I wonder why. Incredible. Yeah. That was great. I would that watch all fantastic. of those. There is definitely a few clear winners. Supermarket Creep was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it was just great. I cried. I was physically crying. And, you know, if you decide to turn off the TV and turn on your phone... Please follow us at Yes Man Podcast on Instagram, still Twitter, y'all. I tweeted once. Um, TikTok, Facebook, 
And that is all. <laughs> and you can find more of these delicious episodes <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and recently we were checking the stats. We're on something called Bullhorn. What is this? Who are you? Please comment below. If you are on Bullhorn, please give us a follow, a like, and let us know your name and country because we are very confused. Please do. And to our one listener from Germany, hi there. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. <laughs> we're just happy to be here. Como estas? Thank you so much for sinking your teeth into this episode. We had a great time. We'll see you next time. Michelle, guess what? What? I released the Wheel of Cheese. Run! <laughs> Bye! Bye!